former Queensland Red superstars, Aidan Toa and Dallin Murphy. Lads, how are we? Hey, boy, yeah, really good. Very, very excited to be here, obviously. A bit great. nervous. A little bit nervous. On our bench, the battlers, Gruesome Tucson, Big Fat Darcy, Ryan Fellini. <laughs> Fellow Teration, mate. Um... What do I ask you? Oh, I don't really have a question, mate. How are you? Yeah. I love you, mate. <laughs> Yo, yo, ma, and welcome to the Pack Show, proudly brought to you by Pig Athletic Club and Double Take Sports, the show that brings you all the highlights, the lowlights, reviews, previews, news, and interviews from rugby here in Australia and around the world. Tonight, we are packed to the rafters. Joining me, as per usual, we have Doss and we have Dallin. We've also got the Battlers bench, Big Fat Doss and the Kill Switch himself, but we're also joined... By the triumvirate. The holy triumvirate is back once again. Tino's in the house. Tino, where have you been, man? What's uh, maternity up? leave. So. Maternity <laughs> leave. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Little baby boy. He's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, little baby boy. How old yeah, is he now? Baby boy. No, it's nine weeks. Nine weeks. weeks. Yeah. And his name is Quagga. <laughs> yeah, so uh... Want to give him a second name, but it didn't happen, so... Call him Spencer. <laughs> Spencer Cruz, yeah? Yeah. Hell yeah, That's man. cool. Congrats. Awesome. That's yeah. awesome, That's man. Round cool. of applause yeah, for yeah, Tino. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Lovely, yeah. lovely, lovely to have Quagga in, on the planet, mate. <laughs> Quagga Masisi. Yeah, Quagga Masisi. Yeah, Hell mate. yeah, man. Absolutely. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. you got to add exclusives on the end of your your initial chat, too. Well, mine. We, we come with exclusives. Oh, we do know. come with exclusives. Yeah, yeah. Last week. Uh, the news <laughs> that the hammer's going down in the Melbourne Rebels with zero fallout at all. How fantastic was that? Allegedly. 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 Well, why don't we just get straight into that then? Because uh, now it's... Oh, oh uh, no, tonight we've actually got a hell of a show. We'll, uh, we'll announce it because joining us live from Wallaby Camp, Samu Karevi will be on the blower answering our questions fresh off the massage table. Doss teed that one up. Thank you very much. We've got tons of footy we're going to review as well. Uh, there was a Northern Hemisphere sweep. Thank you, boys. Making me look awesome. <laughs> Jay and I have always said Northern Hemisphere. Any club team will win the Crusaders. Yeah. Easy peasy. Yeah, I've always man. said that for weeks. <laughs> I'll leave my hat. But before we go any further, it's time for Pack News Act. Gets louder and louder in the earphones every week. But I love it. Makes me feel alive. First and foremost, we may as well address it. Uh, we saw Hamish Stewart last week announce, well, he didn't, obviously, Marf <laughs> on the pack show <laughs> announcing Hamish is going to be signing with the Rebels. And as a result, uh, Dow, you probably have your finger on the pulse more than we do in regards to this. The QAU came out the day after saying that media is speculating, so clearly not us, um, <laughs> is speculating Hamish has moved down to the Melbourne Rebels and they're looking to put the kibosh on it. Yeah, I think it's something that... Uh, Probably, you know, will happen, but I just don't think it's a done deal yet. I think there's there's a want from a couple of sides with Melbourne and Hamish potentially, um, but it's it's not a done deal just as of yet. I think it's going to happen, obviously, when he gets back from Australia A, um, but it's certainly, I think, something that that he wants to do. Well, what's doing then? Because, I mean, uh, uh, looking at, you know, a lot of the comments were sort of mentioning, like... What what's going on at the QAU? Because we uh, the announcement as well. Toddy, the defence coach, he's going over to Edinburgh. Is it? You've got Hamish Stewart leaving. You've got a fair few senior players going out the door. Do you, is this something actively coming from the QAU? Maybe to get younger talent back in, strengthen their squad. Can't be, be much younger. <laughs> <laughs> They're all leaving at twenty three years old, rough old age. <laughs> or is there something else going on? I think you look at an individual case by case, right? If you look at Luke Hahn, you look at Marf, and you look at 
and Scott, Scott Young. Young. You know what I mean? They've been there a long time. Yeah. And Murph even made the point last week, like he wants a bit of a sea change. You know, Luke Khan made the same point in the show. You know, and he needed a bit of a change. So I feel like that's a that's a different case scenario. Um, someone like Amish, he's been there a while, but maybe I don't know. I don't know on that one, but. Todd, I think the Michael Todd, I think the opportunity was too good to turn down. Bloody oath. You know, he's over there in a in a in a more of a global space. It's it's probably a lot better money over there. I mean it's a better opportunity for him and his family. He might feel like he's he's done as much as he possibly can here. Yeah. Um so I just think that's more of an opportunity. Help mate, hell of a rise for Toddy. I mean, Zach was saying so he was initially he was coaching UQ third grade, mm. started doing stats and analytics for the Reds. Yep. Uh Shit, yeah, shit fell over. He finds himself running the defense, <laughs> and then a few years later, NRC and a bloody Super Rugby AU title. And now ve- off to Edinburgh. Yeah, and very well respected. If you speak to any of the players in there, like he is very well respected, very well liked, a very intelligent man. Obviously, extremely hardworking. But yeah, a, a lot of the guys in there did really enjoy him. Yeah, yeah bloody oath. My brother coached with him out at UQ and just said. He's no frills and just an absolute awesome bloke. Mm. I also bunted that game you and I commentated up at Gladstone, the NRC game, City vs. Country. Came back the next day and my brother's like, Toddy said you bundled him up at the pub. And I was like, don't remember that. Just grilling him about something. I don't know, man. We just, He's uh, a nice guy. He didn't push me away. Can we just uh, allude to the fact that a couple of people called us a media outlet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just a couple of lads having to dig, you know? Right. We're, we didn't media. have to go to uni. Look at us, we're journalists now. Yeah. <laughs> we're basically journalists. <laughs> oh, like, amazing. Amazing stuff. It's true, though, man. It is called Pack News for a reason. We're useless, but um, <laughs> let's discuss it then. Address the elephant in the room. Wallaby 17, England 25, DOS, Wallabies, not their best. Yeah, not their best. And man, I just think they just, they got absolutely ambushed. That first, ambushed. That first 20 minutes. That first 20 minutes. <laughs> relentless. It's got was, <laughs> yeah. But it was brutal. Yeah. Like it was brutal. England, they came with a real purpose. And I was just talking to Dal on the way here. I was like, isn't it amazing how you go from one week to like the next week and the same team just perform so differently? Yeah. Um, obviously, and, and by all reports, Eddie was really calm during the week in terms of his messaging and, you know, it's not far away. And then, yeah, they come out 20 minutes and then a 19-7 lead at halftime. Um, and then uh, the Wallabies injury toll again. Yeah, well, looking Far at it out. here, Pattaya went off three minutes in with concussion. Parisi and Neville both knees. Izzy Parisi, that one was... What, does anyone know what he did? Because that was that so... He was getting scans today. Oh. And if you go down... He just he sort of come down and just... Sort of... It didn't even look that awkward. It's just probably one of those... If no one touches you and it's not like ugly and you react like that, it's usually pretty bloody bad news. Um, Scotty Seal went off. With or what looked like a peck or a neck or a shoulder, shoulder something, yeah. the fact that he didn't hit his neck or his shoulder sort of hit him on the top of the head, and he reeled away. Like I thought straight away, some weird nerve nerve thing. issue. Yeah, so did I. Um, what do you do with um, someone like Jordan Patea, who chronic just injuries, no, no matter what it is, like uh, for, for him to be a starting fullback, winger, centre. You know, I mean, you train with them all week. You get an injury, and then your whole backline kind of has to has to shoot. It just it, it, every every season, it's it's, it's a bit summer. better. I thought it was going to be yeah. better, but it's you a can't weird really see one. that happening. Hey, you no, got, you got to concussed. Yeah, well, it's it was, a weird one though because his injuries have all been strange ones, like the Liz Frank's foot injury, or this is a concussion that can happen to anyone. Like he has these. It's not like remember Chris Fayou, I saw Tia was 
chronic hamstring issues. Jordy's had a couple of hamstring issues, a couple of hamstring tears. He's had shoulder surgery already. He's had the Liz Frank. And yeah. But it doesn't seem to be anything chronic, which I guess is a saving grace. What do you do, Jay Paul? Like, how do you escape injury for the last 20 years? Put it back Just avoid as all a me- effort. As a media man, I've been learning. We've been doing our training. Avoid all effort. <laughs> effort. And yeah, if you aren't actively involved in the He's game, you can't get injured. I was ah. If you can't run fast, you don't tear muscles. If you yeah. don't tackle, can't tear hammies you don't have. Yeah. Right. Yep. If when you're not a, doing anything, you don't get in trouble. When Parisi went up for that ball, I was like, mate, don't ever jump. Just wait. <laughs> yep, just wait for it. It's not worth it, man. The Franny not method. All day. <laughs> and just on it. But and I mean, retire, I mean and then. When, you talk, when you talk about someone like Geordie, you know, he, was, he just turned 18 when he made his Super Rugby debut, and then his, you know, his acceleration into the Wallaby squad, it all happened really quickly. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm a firm believer that, these young guys, after you know being there with Chris Fayoisorti and just seeing what happened to him firsthand, it's like man, it's way too much for these young guys. Just the load, and it's not the games. Like he was, he's a specimen, but it's all the training that goes involved, compounded with the games, and you know going from Super Rugby, taking him on the spring tour, playing in internationals. Like for someone that young, like you can only cop, cop so much, cope with so much. Sorry. Yeah. And I mean, and the injuries are just. Uh, yeah, a manifestation of his body just under constant under constant pressure. Well, that, that that game though, like back to the game, the boys still didn't give up. Like, no, 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 nineteen was, nil down yeah, to fight was, back to a twenty five seventeen scoreline and be within man, a few points. I reckon they so should have taken the points. Twenty two seventeen, they should have yeah. taken that yeah. three points. Yep. That one, yeah. three minutes into ten in the bin. Go for another three. Yeah, because you, you, you we're going to go two, for line out. Get been working all night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The size of the fifteen from England. So oh yeah, Freddie Stewart. Because I was, like, I was like seven rows so on good, the sideline. He's, he's the best player uh, in the air. In mate, the yeah, he was yeah. just he's a freak. And the, but mate, he was like eight <laughs> he was like what? <laughs> I think he's I was like, six foot five or something. Fifteen on his back. I was like, yeah. Um, one thing, though, that was a, a, a topic of discussion again, Dal. I'll get your thoughts on this too, friends. The TMO. Not just this game. I think in the Kiwi game as well, both Dave Rennie and Eddie Jones came out talking about not specifically the deliberate knockdown rule, which is insane, which now doesn't even take in deliberate knockdowns. It's just not getting the intercept. But there was several other TMO inclusions that slowed the game down and probably didn't even warrant Taniella's clean out? Insane. Bloody hell. Insane. Yeah, I think I'll just take it back to what we discussed, you know, I think it was eight weeks ago now. It's it's a lot of those things shouldn't be dealt with on the field. Like, if, if it's passed and the game has moved on, then just review it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And let's deal with it at the judiciary. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Because it. otherwise, happened? you're just losing viewers. Because then out. you look at the All Blacks game, that break with Johnny Sexton, I think it was Gary Ringrose, was brought down, and the refs still watch it and they go, yeah, no, he probably wasn't going to score, so no penalty try. Yet he gets the ball, he has to run six metres while he's already running, and there's no one in front of him. So the refs are still, there's still grey area mm. when they can go back and review it. The fact that they're, like it's there to take the grey areas out and it just makes it greyer is insane to me. Mm. It's so know. frustrating. Friends? I don't know, man. I'm just <laughs> done with it. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's some. Yeah, I don't know. What do you, what do, you do? Do you, you do, take do, it do, out of the game? Yeah, no. But do you do, do you give the 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 guys who are on the field at the time, like the the refs, 
you know, on the field at the time, the power to just make their own decision. Yes, I've Instead said of the TMO, take and the then TMO like our, our TMO basically is is citing things like you said, Dale. Maybe yeah, but the old rule was you have two days for only. the like the other team can cite the other side and then they can review it and go, yes, that is illegal. What do we do about this the intercept thing? Get rid of it. Yeah, no, but like, what do you like? Do you so, so say for instance that. You know that ball. If it had it gone to that guy, he would have scored. Yeah, but what do you do? Like, well, you the, just, ga- the rule used to be or? if it was a deliberate knockdown. Yeah. If you went for an intercept and dropped it, yeah, they'd go okay. Three teams that you but actively now, trying if you to don't get that ball, yeah. intercept. Yeah, that's yeah let, you're, you're like swatting it down. That's a. But that's, now, yeah. it's, if you go for an intercept and you bat it up and you miss it, that's still considered yeah, a deliberate knock on. It's that shouldn't be insane. I've been thinking about it because, like, the beauty of like old school rugby was that a. The rules were relatively vague, but so much of it was, like, handled by the players on the field. Like, you're laying on the ball, you're going to get booted. Like, you don't... (laughs) I miss those days. No, no, no. But, like, it used to be there were these grey areas, but they used to be able to let the game flow because it would actually sort of handle itself. Whereas now, they're putting so much pressure and so much um, adjudicating into the referees themselves that... It's almost now, about them. It's almost about them. It's like ridiculous. Yes, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. It's I reckon. I reckon crazy. definitely with that intercept one. If they're going for the intercept and they knock it on, it's a knock on. But if they're swatting it, then yeah, obviously they can do something about that. But far out. Mm. It needs to be sorted out. Um, then we saw Ireland historic win, first time uh, yes. in 115 plus years of playing the All Blacks that they've won in New Zealand. Uh, Dos. What are your thoughts, man? Do you reckon Ian Foster's going to get the ass before the next World Cup? <laughs> man, I hope don't not. Because there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep him on. Like, I hate to say it and I hate to bring it up and I hate to, like, make that the talking point, but it is the talking point of that game. Like, 100%. The, the island were awesome, but it just comes back to it. Poor Ian Foster is absolutely copying it on he all social media fisted, platforms. <laughs> all the memes are pretty, they're pretty hilarious. But, um, Mate, I don't know. Ireland have been mate. They've been a good team for you know the last few yeah. years. They've won four of the last seven against the All Blacks. A team too. that has beaten the All Blacks consistently as well. Uh, and before that, they hadn't won in 115 years. Did you see that good meme though? It was like, yeah, well done, Ireland. You peaked once again a year before. Well, the World yeah, Cup. yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, they tend to do that. That's yeah. That's the perennial <laughs> issue with the Irish. Uh, but mate, they they were outstanding. Johnny yeah. Sexton is 37. Is he? He is he runs like a, He oh, runs like an old Chinese granny pulling a rickshaw. But, mate, just one seven. An absolute tactician. They're like, so yeah, yeah, A masterful <laughs> display. Yeah, that's great. Um, <laughs> Have they got anyone coming through? Joey Carberry's a gun. Joey oh, Carberry's a gun, yeah. Yeah, from New Zealand too. But <laughs> that this... We've spoken about it. We saw it with the Crusaders. I've mentioned it. We know so much, like, us being Aussie... <laughs> Rugby supporters, we happily love to say that the All Blacks cheat all the bloody time. But the last two games in particular, their discipline's been shocking. A red card and two yellows on oh, the weekend mate, just gone. Off of Tung of us, he was lucky not to get red carded too, in my opinion. Maybe maybe a bit too harsh, but like I, th- I thought the cards were fair, in my opinion. I want to bring this up because I will never not think that a red card for a head clash is an absolute joke of a decision. Especially when you knocked out. <laughs> yeah, I just, I hate it. They're like, oh, you know, like, there was no mitigation. And I'm like, do you honestly think, like... That, that came from the best ref in the game. That wasn't just, like, a no ref, and he's just following the rules. 
But it's ridiculous. The idea that... What are they trying to stamp out? People using their face to tackle players. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's enough. a blight on the game. Well, if you put it that <laughs> way, I guess... I guess that's on me, huh? Oh, bloody hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... Um, oh, he's here. Not actually, Everyone stop. Uh, All right, Dar, shut your face, because joining <laughs> us all the way from Wallabies camp, it's Samu Krebi. Samu, how you doing, brother? I'm good, boys. How are you? We're living the dream, man. How are you holding up? Big loss on the weekend, but an absolute corker of a game. You you guys holding up all right? You got your massage out of the way this evening? Yeah, yeah. We had, uh, we had a day off. Uh, you guys can hear me all right? All yeah, we can hear you well, man. Clear. Sorry, just on the on the laptop. I've been telling Dossie uh, my phones. I still got an iPhone seven, so it's hard to uh, do videos or anything on that. But um... <laughs> they're, they're not pay- he doesn't earn enough yen to upgrade his phone. Yeah, apparently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> staying humble. I like it. Uh, but um, yeah, pulled up all good. Uh, boys had a day off today just to um, get around each other and uh, get more recovery. In. But uh, no, everyone everyone's all good. Just disappointed about the loss. And Samu, just um, obviously a great win in a great win in the first test, a disappointing loss in the second. What do you guys need to fix up to, you know, to get that win at the SCG on the weekend? Uh, yeah, I think just for us, um, biggest thing is just our game, trying to, trying to get our game going. And um, obviously the, the, the discipline stuff um, hasn't, been, hasn't been well for us. Uh, we definitely need to be more disciplined in, in, the, in the past two games. And, um, you know, when you've got a guy like Farrell, um, you can hit three points and, they got a great set piece, so giving them a field advantage, um, and it's, it's never going to be easy for us. Um, that's definitely one thing we got to shore up. But um, yeah, we're confident in our game once we get it going. Um, you, know, you saw in that in um, Saturday night's game. I think we went into their half once in that first half, and we got points out of it. So um, yeah, just the biggest thing is our discipline. Sam, obviously won in the first game, lost the second game, but the biggest theme for me has been you guys playing for each other? Like, it seems to be almost like do or die out there. Like, you're really bound together in both games. Is this something that, that Dave is instilling in you? Where, where is this kind of coming from? Yeah, i got to give credit to our coaching staff. Um, you know, for me, I feel like I just recently came in last year, but, um, you know, they put a lot of trust in us. Um, the last couple of years, they've, they picked a young squad after Dave came in and, um you know, that's a title that we don't want anymore. We don't want that um, same thing saying, oh, they're a young team and that. I think uh, Dave's put a lot of trust on us. He's built a lot of culture within the team. And you see that you see that flow onto their Super Rugby teams this year. Um, playing some outstanding footy, um, the changes of the Tars and that. I, I think it's a flow and effect from the confidence you get from all of these. And um, obviously, it's vice versa. You know, you play some good Super Rugby um I have a good Super Rugby season. It flows on to, in the, into the Wallaby season. So uh, I think that Dave and the coaching staff has done really well in that space to grow the culture, um, to embrace you know all, all our cultures in, in the team. You know, we've got a lot of Pacific Islanders, um, Aussies, uh, Indigenous side and everything. So um, to embrace all that makes us really work hard for each other. And so when we get out on the field, um, you know, really, really putting in for not just the guys in the 23, but the, the guys have been... Uh, putting us through our pace through training in that old squad. Some of you mates are friends here. Hey, <laughs> Darcy's just sitting there like just not, not doing anything. Um, mate, you've been, you've been in Sun Goliath the last couple of years and been lucky to play yeah. with some um, unreal players. Who, um, who, who's been the best on-field to take the field with, like your Bowden Barrett, Tavita Lee, etc.? And who is the best mm. off-field? 
<laughs> um, oh, I'll start with on-field. I think um, we've got... Oh, man, I, I, I can't... Um, like with Baz and, and D-Mag, I can't pick them apart. Uh, I think I've grown real close to both of them. And for me, I've been in a, in a uh, blessed position to play with, you know, some, some of the top-class All Blacks in the world and they're top-class players in the world. So... Um, You guys? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just dropped out a bit. You're back. All good? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I don't think I'll pay my Wi Fi bill either. I'm fine. Sorry, boys. <laughs> you there? Oh, no. Oh, no. We've lost him. Have we lost him? Oh, no. We lost Sami Karevi. No, he's still there. There he is. You guys, is it cutting off? <laughs> no, it's all good now. You're back mate. now, man. Hey, you better upgrade your data. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's my data, boys. I still need to get, need to get a new phone as well. And data, but um, no, I was just saying I can't um, I can't pick out of Bodie and um, Dmac, who's you know on field. I think they they both bring something different, and I've been blessed to be able to play with um, two great All Blacks. Uh, but then you got guys like Tavita Lee, who just sparks it up for us um, on the field. You know, I I give him the ball, and I just start running forward. To be honest, just um, knowing that he'll break some tackles and uh, get the ball back. Um, but I guess off the field. Um, I'd have to give it to um, Dmac. He's he's been pretty good off the field um, the last this last year, and, and um, but Baz ain't too bad either. Uh, um, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a bloody professional man, like pretty good on the field. And but you know when he's off, he's off. Um, can't can't go into it too much. It might all, I might get a call from the all. So, um, nah, but but uh, yeah, I'll speak about Dmac. But uh, he's been he, he's awesome, bro. He was um, got real close with him. Uh, we had a little coffee club going, but um, off the field, um, it was good quality for the boys. So, no hard Real feelings uh, with Bowden and uh, absolutely steamrolling in the other year. There's no uh, banter. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, when he first came into the squad, the boys were just always asking, "Like, you guys all good?" Or, like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, guys, love bass to death. Um, yeah, I just water under the water under the bridge for me. It's just something that happened, but um, nah, he's a uh, he's, He's awesome. Uh, helped me out with my game a lot um, at Suntory. So is uh, D-Max. So um, to rub shoulders like guys like that, um, yeah, massive blessing, bro. Mate, how, how good was it also on the weekend just looking into the grandstands and just seeing a packed house in Union again at Suncorp? Oh, bro, it was, um, it was unreal, Lee. Um, especially wearing our Indigenous jersey and um, to almost have a sold-out crowd. Uh, yeah, especially at home. And uh, Suncorp's always special playing there. Um, got it about, you know, obviously the result, but um, it's so good to play in Brisbane. Everyone turns out, and you get real, real good energy from the, from from the field and from the from the ground and, and the fans. But um, yeah, it's just it's unreal to see something like that. Um, but yeah, just gutter, guttering about the loss. Sammy, mate, uh, big fat Dars here, mate. Um, when you first came into <laughs> club footy or started your Reds career, who was the one guy when when you were a young bloke? And you had to play against in the centres that you were like, oh no, this one's going to be a big one. And why is it big fat dark? <laughs> and why was it me? No, no, because uh, back in my day it was Lloyd Johansson or Junior Palisasa. Oh, yeah. So who, you're saying who you're was your Junior Palisasa? Lloyd Johansson yeah, yeah, yeah. to Samu Karevi. Yeah. No, no, who yeah. was his guy? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think for me, because I, I think my last year of, of school, maybe, or my first year out of school, um, I came came to Jeeps, 
And um, to be honest, it was uh, it was Taps, the Tapaway Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Rex and Ben. Yeah, for me, like, cause especially I, I looked up to, to Taps a lot because he was kind of like the first Islander at the Reds that kind of like had a similar body shape where he's a ball runner but was trying to get real skillful, like someone besides Nonu that you watch on the, on the international stage. So, because I was a Sunnybank junior, um, seeing those guys play at Reds and then kind of playing club footy, I was, I think my first game was uh, played like uh, Colts and then, yeah, they, they were kind of the two that I've, I was kind of looking at thinking. Sorry, did you get me there? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. got gotcha. you. Nah, nah. Someone's just trying to call my phone. I was going to say, did Fringe just send you a dick pic or something? <laughs> Your eyes lit up. Squinting. Squinting off. Who is it? No, I was, I was, I was at the, the um, Burley Pav on the weekend, so just making sure that's uh, something from there on the weekend. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no. Um, yeah, I was probably the, the top, top, uh, top boy brothers in... Um, um, who was um, I think it was Bondi at at Brothers was was Bondi yeah, playing yeah, Brothers Bondi. at the time? Yeah, he was so good. Yeah, he was. He I think he was like my first game I played, and that was the first time I played uh, Premier Rugby. It was against Brothers, and I remember like they were just talking shit. I was like, as a young guy, I was like, bro, what's going on? He was just like uh, telling me to run it, and uh, they weren't going too hard at me. I think they were going just at the at the at the jeep, but like you know, you're known for the as a filth, and like yeah. just the crowd was going. And as a young kid, I was just like, I was just like, bro, you can't be mean like that. Why are they, like, yeah. Yeah. Why are they yeah. yelling at me? Love it. And Dal- yeah, why they yelling? Damon at like, the back just, just... Hey, man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that when yeah, we won forty nine nil? Got here, so it was, yeah, that was that's probably when I was growing up. And then like when I, once I started playing, played with Freeney there. Um, yeah, kind of gave myself, gave got confidence from uh, Shane Arnold. Like he was massive for me, bro. Um, instilled a lot of confidence in me, and he was kind of like the first coach that dropped me. Um, and ever since then, um, yeah, I was pretty, um, I was pretty keen to play. You talked about your um, the skill sets there um, just before with Taps and yourself. We saw in the first test a lot of, uh, well, a lot more than we've seen previously. Some kicking from you. Is the kicking mm. and that distribu- distribution part of your game, obviously got the powerful running, is that something that you've been consciously working on over the last couple of seasons? Yeah, bro. I've been working on it the past three years at Suntory. Uh, so it's, boys, it's Seth. I'm actually trying to call me. Yeah, in his moon boot. His fake moon boot. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably got gout. He's put the it, moon boot on. It's true. It's true that he put the moon boot on just so he didn't have to play on the weekend. So you go to Lucan's yeah. going away. Hey, allegedly. I'm, uh... <laughs> oh, <shit>. oh no! <laughs> this is a shit show. Let's go. Well, you're yeah. back, son. Sorry, boys. Sorry, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, well, I'm the... I'm no, um, I'm no snitch. I'm not gonna say anything. But all I can say is I'm pretty sure he can run well. Sapuzo, Tino here. I just got one question. Can you confirm or deny that Lukan's coming into the camp this week? 
Yeah, I think he. I think he is. Yeah, I think he definitely is coming in, uh, with along with Mark. So um, be good to have the big goose uh, in camp. Nice and hydrated. Uh, a lot of, uh, oh yeah, well, it was hydrated, so that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Khan, but um, yeah, it's a question. That's uh, um, Aiden's question. But yeah, I've been working on it for the past three years at um, at Suntory, bro. Um, they're big on on um, on growth over there, and the coaching staff has helped me heaps. Every Wednesday, um, just doing heaps of kicking and passing, just just so I can be comfortable. Yeah. Uh, if I have to pull it out, I can pull it out. But you know, I, I just work on my running game; it's my strength, so I'm trying to stick to it. Well, Khan is obviously coming into the squad as you touched on, as well as Marky Mark as <clears throat> injury cover because we saw on the weekend Jordy Pataya uh, with that concussion, but what looks like long-term injuries to Izzy Parisi, Caden Neville, and potentially Scotty Seo, coupled with, you know, Isaac Rodder before the tournament. We saw uh, a couple last week, Andrew Kellaway and all that sort of stuff. The injury toll is rising, obviously, within the camp. I think 11 out of the initial 35 are now on the injury list. Samu, like, does that does that sort of dampen the spirits or does that sort of bring you guys closer together? you got new guys coming in. It sort of rejuvenates everybody. and you, You tend to have to bond together to sort of kick England's ass next weekend, essentially. Uh, we just keep moving, bro. Um, it's it's part of rugby. Uh, I know, you know, you sign up for rugby, you understand injuries part of it. It's more dampening for us, like knowing what those guys have to go through now. Mm. Um, you know, rehab and um, so we're just getting around those guys, especially guys like Iz and that. You know, if anyone who's got long term injuries, just getting around those boys. It's obviously that's probably the dampening part. Is like just seeing your mate go down. Yeah. Um, even seeing a guy like Toji um, go down for England, like, you never want to see that stuff, you know? Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's part of the business, but we've got to keep moving. We've got to keep our preparation uh, going and guys that, move, that step into the squad, um, you know, they don't have to fill anyone else's shoes. They've just got to be themselves, um, bring bring their energy in, bring their personality and, um, you know, learn our systems and that. And we just, again, like I said, just keep moving. And what's on the radar for you in the future then, Samu? Obviously, you're over in uh, Japan at the moment. Are there are there sort of inklings that you might come back to Australian rugby? Do you want to come back to Super Rugby? Like, Styles are giving you that open checkbook yet? Yeah. <laughs> are you the third housemate with uh, hey, yeah, Alex Barbie? <laughs> Do we have another exclusive? Have we got bunk beds. Yeah, watch them. <laughs> yeah, I watched last last oh when Lecky was in the podcast and he was dropping bombs and <laughs> like, I don't think he knew what he was doing. Yeah. We're all like, what? Yeah, I don't think you I don't think you know what you're saying there, cuz <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. Yeah, so yeah, you I can, got uh, I, I saw um I saw Echo uh a captain John and uh, came up to him I was like I was like, Mate, you need to do a better job, mate. <laughs> <laughs> He sent me. He sent yeah, me. Yeah, just laughing, having a laugh about. Atko sent me a DM on Instagram. He was like, "Dos man, stay off my turf." <laughs> yeah, I, t- I, I tagged him in it. I was like, "We, we are better than Atko." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so when yeah, you go oh, to the Rebels? It's, it's still, <laughs> nah, it's still up in the air. Oh, I've been telling the. I keep just saying to all the boys, "Burn City, baby, burn City," just geeing everyone up. Um, but um, yeah, just yeah, still up. All up in the air for me, like, um, you know, I was pretty set on on Japan and stuff. Like, I'm loving it there. It's, it's basically my home at the moment. Um, I've got my two brothers there. And, you know, I've, I've spent more time with my brothers in these last three years than I have in my whole life. So, um, like, that puts things in perspective for me um, in terms of family. So, 
uh, like I'm not gonna shy away. The, the money's great. Um, helps me with my family and stuff like that. You know, especially as Dusty would know, coming from the islands is a lot more than just yourself. You've um, you've got to you've got to look after. But you know, it's a responsibility that I love uh, about playing footy. But um, yeah, it's just there's a lot more things I got to assess. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, money will be obviously one thing. But um, just seeing where how my grandfather. I'm really close to my grandfather here in Brisbane. Um, so wanting to spend more time with him and be around him. He's getting a bit older and um, you know, I don't want him kicking the bucket anytime soon. So um, just wanting to spend more time with family is probably the biggest thing that will pull me back home. That's awesome. Samu, just touching on the group you've got at the moment in there at Wallaby Camp, what does it take as a group this weekend to knock off England? I mean, obviously coming off the loss on the weekend, how does that go from that to, to winning this weekend? Uh, for us, it's, like, I believe it's all a mindset. Um, you know, we know we, we have confidence in, in our abilities. We have confidence in, in our systems and, and in each other. I think it's just putting it out in the park. Um, you know, we, we don't shy away that we didn't play our best footy uh, on the weekend. And that first, you know, 10, 20 minutes, uh, we didn't bring the physicality that we needed to bring. And uh, we knew, we knew England was going to come out throwing punches and uh, we just didn't handle that well. Um, so I think for us is um, a mindset going into this weekend uh, with our preparation. You know, we'll prep, we'll prepare really well. Uh, but I think it's just the mindset getting out on the field and putting everything that we've um, spoken about and, and trained all week to uh, out on the park. And I, I know we'll uh, we'll play really well. Um, the battle of uh, Ellis Genge and uh, Tupo. Who do you reckon won that, mate? We could stir a bit of a stir the pot here. Oh, I'd, I'd say I'll back. I'll back. I'll Back Nella, yeah, but absolutely. um, how good, man? Yeah, that I Gens, plays really well. Yeah, oh man, they're all decent, eh? But Gens, you know, he's a he's a guy that takes their, their pack forward, not just in the set piece, but uh, in their face play, and um, you know, he's he's a, he's a great leader for, for them in, in that England pack and in the England team, and even with uh, with his club team, you know, uh, led him to that championship. So, um, no, nah, he's been he's had an awesome season, and um, yeah, he's a beast that we've kind of um got to watch out for loves to niggle that's for sure big fat dash you've got a question god uh yes mate um i've got a hypothetical for you <laughs> mate um say you had yep. what you thought was a really close mate right and you went to his engagement <laughs> party and turns out it wasn't actually his engagement party it was actually his wedding right now he'd actually got married a week before but he only invited close friends and family and you didn't go do you think that you'd oh. then consider him a close friend? <laughs> <laughs> this is what Jay Ward did, did ask. This is what yeah. Jay got married without us. They didn't tell us. Yeah, what you're <laughs> leading out is that we've never, I've never considered you a close friend. Before. Okay. Holy It's moly. official. Ooh. It's official. Oh, oh. <laughs> had, Jay, we had a very unsuccessful podcast for two or three years, right? We saw each other once a week, right? Tino wasn't even there. <laughs> Right. Now, I'm, 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 I'm heartbroken for you. Bro. Thank you. <laughs> Finally, somebody said it. Yeah. Thank you, Samu. I will take that as an apology, J-Ball. Thank you. I love you, big fat yeah. ass. You're just a huge pain in the ass. Um, but, yeah, Samu, thanks so much for joining us, brother. We really appreciate it. Um, we'll be cheering you on this weekend as you uh, belt the palms down at the SCG. It's at the SCG for some reason. Not too sure. But say la vie. But hopefully we see Aussie rugby again soon. Hopefully we can see you at the Reds or maybe down at the Rebels. But, mate, all the best. We'll <laughs> cheer you on. 
Cheers, boys. I appreciate having me on. Eh? Um, try to come down to the show uh, when I'm free. Cheers, Hell guys. yeah, yeah, man. Love you, Sammy. Bloody oh. Thanks, Thanks, Love you, Sammy. Round of applause, everybody. Sammy Karebi. What a man. That was good times, man. What a man. He's uh, heartbroken uh, for me as well. Uh, his right? kicking game, though, hey, you're right. He's been <laughs> yeah, yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's been really good. Yeah. He's, he's becoming almost a complete Invincible. player, which is ridiculous, man. Yeah. Like, modern day Ma Nonu. We can't really say that because Ma Nonu is like know, 50, but he's still yeah. playing. I think he's a much better player than Ma Nonu. Whoa. Yeah, no, I do. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. Think, I think uh, his skill set just out, out, outweighs. Ma Nonu was obviously a freak, but I just think he keeps developing, keeps getting better yep. and better. His progression has been massive. And the thing is, you do actually. You tend to find that players, when they do go overseas, but expect, well, more so they do go to Japan because they are playing a sort of, lack of a better term, so yeah, yeah, like lower grade of footy, sometimes they can go off the burner, like Malcolm mm. Marks, for example. But there are players like Bowden Barrett somehow Horribidi, came Karebi. back. How do they come back Lewis more physical? Karebi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Malcolm Malcolm against tiny like they seem there. to come right. back it's and amazing. They're, yeah, yeah. they're becoming more and more complete. Footy players, which Mar- 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 Marika's kick was, you know, that kick that he came off, of, <laughs> yeah. off the left foot. I was like, oh, where did he get this from? <laughs> I think Japan, that's what's called a fluke. <laughs> nah, mate, he's he's absolutely killing it. And let's get him at the Reds. Asap, I mean, it's so please much more you. influential than Manonu as well mm. in terms of the results of the game, the influence that he has on a game. I think it's so much greater. But and J- Japan is a place, and Dal can speak to us at a, speak to it as well. I mean. People do know it, as you said, as that, you know, that lower, that lower level competition. But, man, the standard, the caliber of people that they're getting over there, yes. as well as the coaches, yes. mate, it is top quality rugby. You've got guys like Jake White who was coaching over Toyota Verblitz just a few years ago. Yeah, I mean, Robbie it's Deans. quick. The contact, yeah. the contact zones aren't as physical as what they are as we have in Super Rugby and obviously in Test Rugby. But, I mean, for someone like Samu to keep up with the pace of the yeah. game, the yeah. pace, and especially at a team like Suntory where the expectations are that high from your foreigners, um, you know, it would have taken him outside of his comfort zone in terms of having to push those passing skills, those kicking skills, um, being that link between the forwards and backs in the way that they play the game. And you see it in full exhibit um, in Test Rugby, which is great to see. Well, just a couple more things. We, we, we're going to get back to the pack news things I want to discuss. Um, we saw a Southern Hemisphere clean sweep last weekend. Going four one eighty, friends. Northern Hemisphere. <laughs> oh, they, they just had to do it. It's like the boys just had a week off. It's fine. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure South Africa fielded their D side. Yeah, that was um, shocking. And in Wales, just beat them. But um, yeah, look, I'll eat my hat. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think um, I think the Northern Hemisphere teams just went off and did their research and had an awesome game plan. Like all, all three of them pl- played exactly to a game plan, and I th- all the Southern Hemisphere teams had no. I think no um, yeah. England also Eddie Jones is like you guys need to win this, otherwise I'm going to lose my job. So <laughs> they should have. They would have yeah. lost it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, is that all we had to do? Oh, <laughs> oh, you're going to lose yeah. your job. Oh, sorry. They come in going, yeah, we won. It's like I get to stay on. They go, oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. Yeah, um, he was at the uh, UQ lunch or something, wasn't he? I think he was on Friday. Uh, yeah. They had uh, Day- uh, McLennan, Eddie Jones, and someone else making speeches b- before a test match. Making speeches. <laughs> making speeches. They did make speeches. And Dal, you are at the, bro- you're at the brothers' one. Yeah. Who yeah, was there, one? Dal? Wish I was there. Right? We had Mertz. 
That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. He's a legend. Yeah. Yeah. He's good value. Hey? Andy Marinos, um, Campisi, and Sarah Naguama. She was very good. Who'd Wes have? Yes, sir. Sandra like Greg, great. all the groundsmen. <laughs> right. Everyone spread some seed out in the field. Right? <laughs> Do an Evie walk. Um, another thing as well, Fiji got their asses handed to them, got their asses yeah. whipped by Australia, A eh? 32 points to 18. This wasn't a good week for you, Freeds, was it? <laughs> no, man. <laughs> no, to be honest, it was a positive as well, seeing the boys get up. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying Fiji had a decent side. And the boys just fucking went out there and absolutely <laughs> tore them a new one. It was good. They just, did, didn't just they? Like they, they actually absolutely. They played very well. They played so structured. They just kept to their game plan. And then Fiji had nothing. Except Tui Sabi. Who's like, what about you, <laughs> Tino? I think you said in the uh, the pack show WhatsApp chat <laughs> that Fiji would beat Australia. I did. Smash at Australia. Cup, at the next World Cup. They were. <laughs> <laughs> good cover up. Good yeah. cover up. Oh, that little bit of the message. I said a lot of things. Yeah, I, I say a lot of things yeah. in that group chat. <laughs> um, and then Samoa, 34 points to 18 over Tonga. Um, Tonga, mate, they're... Mm. Don't, don't start. Don't say it. <laughs> don't say it. They're not, they had a good 40. They gave a go. Two, yeah, Tom yeah. Afuna came off. He was absolutely yeah. um, sucking through a straw. A big <laughs> yeah, he was but gassed. he's short up the right side of the scrum, that's for sure. He but did. But, <laughs> but they got out to a pretty good lead and then got chased down. So there's still a lot. And that's without their stars. Though. They did. They, they probably played better. Well, when they had their stars, they lost 36 nil. So yeah. uh, it's it's tough to say. Of all of them, they probably have the furthest to go. But they've got. You see, um, they've got the squad. They've got Kef. Feeder uh, got his um, clearance today. He did. Yeah. Shit, there cool. you go. There's a big that's pretty one good. right there. That's a big yeah. signing. And that's something they Bio need. Oh, really? Yeah, remember him? He plays yeah. the whole bikes back yeah. in there? That's someone yeah, they that's would good. need a good really. quality second rower slash Just a good six. forward. Just to yep. Yeah. Yes. Help shore it up. Um, another thing as well. We'll touch on it. But last night, Jesus Christ, the Junior Wallabies. They got fisted. Did 60, it, what was the result? Was it 69-12? 69-12. What? No, it was on. Yeah, I know it was on, but I think... I couldn't find the highlights or anything. I'm not sure if they put it up now already. No, nah, yeah, it's up now. Yeah, Stop sorry, sorry. It's bringing it up. Sorted, there was an sorted, issue. Sorted, Stop sorted bringing it up. Stop drawing oh, Zachary, was that your fault? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, 69-12. 69-12. What, what, what happened? What happened? Walk us through it. Uh, they were just clinical. The they were so all black. How good's their 10? Their 10's good. Lucas Cashmore. He's a gun. Is Adrian Cashmore's son or anything? Uh, uncle, I think. Oh, yeah. Cashmore. Remember they, 98? They or, were just... So gun. Anyways. Clinical. Who's, oh, is he a position? He's a fullback. I think, Adrian was Cashmore? it 39-0? Yeah. 40 nil at half-time. 40 <laughs> nil at half-time. <laughs> and then the or, uh, Wallabies didn't get on the board until they were 49 nil down or something. Yeah. Is it? Well, obviously, we've lost that crop. They're obviously gone up. They're... Over Six half seven. the squad are still eligible to be under 20s next year. Yeah, yeah okay. Young. So that's a good thing. It is. And was the New Zealand crop the second year out or were they... A lot uh, of them are older, yeah. yeah. They, they've got, I think they've got nine guys in their squad coming back. Yeah. So the majority of them are old. And, Mate, they, they, and like we said the other week, like last week, they just look professional. Mm. Like they yeah. are And I mean, jacked. New Zealand in these tournaments... They tend to only pick 20-year-olds. Yep. Um, and I find, like, I, when I go back to my 20s tournament, like, we had Gilly, who was 18, yep. starting for us at seven. Uh, and we had, we had a lot of guys who were that 18, 19. Which is massive. And, and, we, and we came to the final against New Zealand. And, man, it's just that physical, that development 
difference between rung above eighteen and twenty. Exactly, they're basically men and just and they've got a strong, a similar, it was strong under twenties academy system down there. They have their like they play Waikato versus yeah. Auckland. Yeah. Like they've got an NPC uh, and what is it? It's yeah, super, NPC? It's super rugby now. Yes, yeah. that is they've under got a super rugby right under twenties competition. So they're happy to keep the 18, 19 year olds in that and then select the top tier to go over. So they look like a team that got a development program. 14 changes. The week before. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like a team that's played two weeks in a row together. Yeah. There's actually chat that they're trying to bring Queensland and New South Wales into that system. That would be sick. Oh, into the yeah. suit that one over in New Zealand. So when that they play the sick. tournament, they bring Queensland and New South Wales yeah. over to, to play as well. That's awesome. Holy shit. That That'd would be, be really awesome. good for Australian rugby. That would be really cool. Yeah. Bloody oath it will be. All right, well, that rounds out pack news. Now it's time for the battler's bench to shine. Get us out. Can't wait. The people are represented by seven equally important groups. The learned, well-researched, presentable, highly motivated panellists and also the battler's bench. Phil the sloppy, opinionated, underprepared, but still sexy, never worse, whose demeanour is heinous in nature. These are their stories. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's your segment. What is else? It? Our segment. Well, what we've been working on, um, <laughs> we uh, we did a we did the same thing kind of thing we did from last week, but we did it with the shoot shield. So don't look at that. Don't look at that. So um, so uh, we, we did mergers of the of the teams. So Zachy, could you throw up the first um, first thing we got? This <laughs> coming. <laughs> <laughs> Is that me? Is that a hug? Guys, you were five of them. <laughs> something I'm working on. Um, now, what I have for next week is um, is uh, is I got another I got another th- big thing for next week. But what I thought I'd do is I thought uh, we've gotten to know Doss a bit, Dal a bit. Let's get to know friends a bit. Now, uh, I dug back through the archive and I pulled, up, uh, I pulled up an old video of you back when you were a junior footy player. So if we just roll this video. <laughs> so this is, uh, this is friends back in the day. This, this is before retirement six, I think. Wait, then check out the smile, bruh. Yeah. Oh, what a naughty boy, friends. Oh, <laughs> um, so that was you. What year do you reckon that was, friends? Yeah, it would have been two, uh, 2010 when I first went to Stingrays. Right? I was going to say, oh, yeah. Yeah. was that pre-Stingrays? The years we got in the final. That was it, yeah, 2010. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, um, so that was at the start of your career. And then, um, and then, and then I met your friends. And then we, uh, <laughs> this is when we hired that van. <laughs> right, we just. This is our friendship, boss. <laughs> <laughs> I was born, man. I You're not much of a talker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, here, man. <laughs> <laughs> you look good like that, right? <laughs> We're in Amsterdam. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> oh my god, uh, I've got better stuff next week. Uh, and then, um, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, and then we got to having fun, uh, whining and dining and dancing. <laughs> See you want to go to a real party? Yeah, Munster there. You do like Cameron Munster. Remember we went on that boat? Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> what a night! And then we were, and then, then we got a little steamy a little bit later. But I don't really want to talk about that. Yeah. What I do want to talk about? Do we have another one, Zach? Or was that it? Oh, I didn't send it. 
Um, <laughs> it's all right. There's one where... Oh, um, but uh, that's about all. I, I'm working on this other thing with jerseys for next week. So yep. that's all. Can, actually, Zach, can you play the Adams Family one again? <laughs> so, Doss, when the family's all together, <laughs> you'll see five of them. Hey, in your face. No, 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 Uh, Showtime. Showtime, guys. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. One to the group of five. Yeah. See, it's, it's very short, but if you look very closely, <laughs> We're all in it. six DOS. Um, so, uh, something working on. Should I be concerned <laughs> at how much Uncle Fester actually looks exactly <laughs> right? like yeah. I, I was like, oh, shit. I have the option. Same like, body and everything. Just, just same shoulders. And I'm like, obviously, Jay Still is Uncle Fester. Uncle Fester. better than the uh, penguin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to write in my Samsung notes How much did you look like Munster? Yeah, it's good That's yes! <laughs> as, as pre, pre-alcohol band That's true uh, That's it for Battler's Bench Next week I've got Back to you, Jable Oh, thank you, big fat I've got rugby-related material next week <laughs> We needed that oh, I think we needed a break yeah, With a lot of Samu Samu, like a lot of rugby Samu, chat, Samu. Just Samu. You're such a parlungi. <laughs> Yeah, Samu Karevi Bula, mate. Hey, you're dating a white bird again, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, you need to readjust, bruh. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I apologise. No. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> the bruh at the end. I don't know. I never talk like that. I'm not talking to Samu. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Dig up, stupid. Oh, man. Anyway. I think we should get Samu... <laughs> A, uh, as maybe we'll get him a new phone, right? iPhone 8, maybe. <laughs> and a new Digicel data plan or something. I'm so sweaty, man. <sighs> All right. Uh, let's get this shit show back on track. All right. That was great. Hospital Cup um, was on the weekend. <laughs> they, uh, they had all the catch-up games for, for round four. What are you looking at, Freed? He's reevaluating. Really stung him. He's my old friend. He's just looking at us. He's like, "What's going on, man?" A bit of head noise. He's so cut. He's so cut. I'm not cut. I don't know if we've got the instant replay feature, but hopefully you got that on camera, Zach. We can bring that up again, man. That was like, sorry. Oh man, he's really that thinking is... about things. Yeah, that was like. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> yeah. I'm Let's plow ahead. Let's plow ahead. God, all right. Hospital cup. Hospital. Oh, Hospital cup. Round four catch up games. Um, yeah, all the catch up games were uh, played over the weekend. Uh, some pretty big score lines on uh, in all three games. West and Bond obviously played that round, so they weren't playing anything. Uh, East fifty over Norths nineteen. Oof. Um, I don't think good. Norths were in it until about forty points. East yeah, were up. I think East scored yeah four or five unanswered tries. Yeah. Norths came back with a few, but then they ran away with it. Four yeah. brothers, four se- four sets of brothers. Yeah, that's oh, cool. cool. That's yeah. Yeah. unreal. Feel good story. Well, that was so awesome. Bring that up. Yeah. That was a, yeah, that was a nice little Instagram post for the Tigers. Yeah, bloody oath, man. Um, sorry, I'm just feeling a bit weird. Jeeps 41, <laughs> Sunnybank 24. Yeah, dispatched them as we anticipated. But the game... Miley, Miley Noamo, special Picked up out. Four, four tries. Four Oof. 
and didn't feature yeah. in anybody's rugby this week. Oh, Dog well, ass friends. Well, this what happens when you're in the back of a mall. <laughs> Don't act thought. like you didn't park yourself there. Yeah, we were hundreds big of times. Drive, uh, mall, mall was back then, but anyway, let's move on. Okay, then <laughs> brothers thirty nine, South twenty. Uh, Billy Bully picking up a hat trick in the final ten minutes to blow this scoreline out, but South were right in this. They were right. They were right in it, friends, and uh, mate, like it, like brothers won as we were anticipating. Yeah. But I want to discuss the reason I want to discuss this game was primarily because of Souths. Souths, we've seen they they won the two Colts premierships two years ago, I think it was down. And then so much of their squad last year was Theo Faria and those younger fellas in there. They've now got some big signings having come in, George Francis, Al Matafa, and so on. But they seem they don't seem to be. Progressing as well as we probably would have thought, friends. Like, mm. I don't know. They, they, because oh, no, obviously I've been, I've been down there a bit before the misses game, and uh, uh, I, they, mate, they, they're like their skills are good. They're they're like a very far skillful. side. They've got some awesome players. I thought on the weekend their set piece had let them down a bit because they were they were sort of it was sort of tip for tap. Yeah, and then um, uh, yeah, that buddy. Jackson Evans, a seven. He was he was just doing crucial things at crucial times, like yeah. getting that turnover when they were getting a bit of ascendancy, and it just like oh man, he was unreal. But it's just a bit weird. We saw last year. I think Dow, you and I were saying last year. I reckon you're probably going to see South are going to take some good scalps, and they started to at the back end of the season. I think they did the doggies in um, at Chipsywood. Like they were showing these signs that they were progressing, but I think only two wins thus far this season. Probably. Not what they were anticipating at this point of the season, considering the signings, considering they've had the squad together for quite a few years now. Like Todd Demmer's second year, Chris Latham joining them. I don't yeah, know. I think they're in a pretty good spot. They got some good young players there. Still, so let's use the word young for a little bit, but I think they lack uh, a, a general. Mm. I was just thinking. I they, think they lack quite... that ability to, to actually steer them around the park. Yeah. Luke Roman, Samoa. Perhaps. Yeah, Luke Samoa. He's playing Friday night. Prasad down. Yeah, I heard you guys winning. Um, <laughs> but like, but like, <laughs> just, like sitting behind the try line or whatever, and you're listening to them talk. Uh, they are quite young. You know mm. what I mean. You don't have sort of a, a couple of the older heads sort of you know calming him down or whatever. There's a mm. bit of you know. Towards the end, a bit of bickering or whatever for whatever reason. But oh, really? You know, you know, it wasn't anything bad, but it's just like you can tell that they're just a bit young. And probably got to them a little bit being so close with 10 Mate, minutes the, to go. They, and won the, they won the day as well. Um, yeah, they won the shield. They're yeah. dominating every in other grades, other yeah, right? in yeah. Yeah. I think Jeep beat him in really Prems good. the other week. Like, mm. I'm pretty sure that might have been the only... Oh, and the, the girls and the Prems are the only ones who won against South the other week. At yeah, home, right. too. Yeah. Because Jeep's a shit. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, deep cut. Yeah. No, no, no. But but look, I think they've got all the makings to be awesome. I, I I just think personally, I was just so excited to see them this year start to take more scalps, so much more time together. I thought they were really going to kick on. So hopefully they can the back end of this year get a few more scalps. Um, but to each their own. Uh, shoot shield round fourteen. South twenty two to twenty eight. Sydney Uni. There was some big wins down there. Big Tinor. 31-12, the wildfires over the two blues. The Rats went down at home, 36-19 to Randwick. East pumped Eastwood, 35-5. West Harbour beat Manly, 22-21, knocking them off the top spot on the ladder. But the game we wanted to discuss, Tino, North 22, Gordon 25. This was a bloody good game of footy. But I think you were saying before we went live, North just seemed to start. Like, <clears throat> they... they 
They're their own worst enemy with their starts. Yeah, if they have a poor start consistently, that they, they don't. They, it's hard for them to fight back during the game. Yeah, like Gordon first half all over them. Norse came back with the late try at the half, but they, like just crucial penalties, crucial mistakes. Vailano played real well for Gordon. Mahe Vailano and the two centers, awesome. Emery and um, Alessandra Pola. Oh man, they're gone. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't see why they don't get a contract next year somewhere. And we saw. <laughs> We saw again, speaking of the deliberate knockdown, the try for Norths in the corner, Jack McGregor, going for the intercept, and then penalty try, yellow card, despite the covering players coming across. But again, a deliberate knockdown that wasn't. I think every ref has his own interpretation. Obviously, (laughs) the commentators or what we saw, it was clearly gone for the intercept, just didn't go his way, but... It is what it is. But harking back to what we were talking about before, the All Blacks game, the Gary, uh, Ring Rose brought down and then the referee saying, no, he probably wouldn't have scored. On the weekend, that try there, that was given as a penalty try despite the fact they were six metres out. If he does catch it, uh, Pola and another, I can't remember who it was, Gordon player were coming across in cover defence, probably would have scored the try, but the referees and the touchies said, yep, penalty try, they awarded it. No one gave a shit. They made the decision on the field and it was much less a penalty try than the All Blacks game, yet people were talking about the All Blacks game and no one gives a shit about that call because, because no it happened to on shoot the... shield. Oh, Doss, you I'm looking at him, he just... Oh, the steam's coming oh. out of his headphones. People do watch it, right? Yeah, yeah okay. They do, sorry, but no, sorry, it, sorry. it just harks back. I'm Continue. like... Leave the refs to ref and then leave foul play and other things to judiciary. Mate, they need it. They just need to get a bit a bit more ticker and just make it make a make it make a call. Make a call. Hundred percent. And they did. I think people and Jack McGregor more too. who plays for the Instead force of going, went, oh, okay. oh, GMO, you, what do you, yes, what do you say? And exactly. Goes, the referees <laughs> would have so <laughs> much more penalty respect try. if yeah, they, yeah, the referees would have so much more respect if the TMO was out of the game. One hundred percent. Yeah. They would have so much more respect if they made but the call. But then when they, they stuff up a try it. and then we're like, you, you should have gone to the TMO. No, keep, keep <laughs> yeah, TMO yeah, for tries, tries yeah, yeah. but keep like them out of everything speak. else. Yeah, Because like, then it'd be like, that's not how I saw it. Just <coughs> yeah. whatever I said goes. Exactly. That's what happens in normal club rugby. And it tweaks me. But <laughs> we saw it at the end there, Tino. Uh, um, Gordon with the 79th minute penalty to go 25-22 and then Nathan Russell with a shot at goal 40-odd metres out, shanks it. Oh. Wasn't very good off the boot all day, and that one was probably his worst. Yeah. Hurts, man. It hurts so much. That's got to sting. But, <clears throat> I mean, that just goes to show the strength of that comp anywhere. Sydney Uni's now on top, man. Yeah, absolutely. And there's two wins between first and eighth, I think. Yeah. It's so, crazy, man. It's yeah, crazy. It's nuts, man. It's, it is congested. It is good times all around. Now it's time... For our Rugby of the Week segment, we'll start with you, Tino. Your Rugby from this weekend, who was it? Gareth Anscombe. I thought he was ice in my veins. Came on 12-3. He came on a crucial point, kicked those two penalties and obviously set here up that try for Evans in the corner. Oh, mate. Yeah, I just thought oh. his defence and what he brought to the Wales team, just even though like people say that wasn't our South Africa's best team, but still... Well, still one, still wins the win. World Cup exactly. champions, mate. Still a wins win. You better say our best team. <laughs> they were saying they're not our best team. Oh, it's all right, mate. They're playing in Bloemfontein. <laughs> 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 Beautiful. Um, and friends, your rugby from the weekend just gone. Jackson Evans out of the Brothers Rugby Club. <laughs> Keep forgetting his name, mate. He was awesome. 
Oh yeah, it's just relentless. No, no, just don't tell us about it. It's all good. No, he was. Um, <laughs> he's just really he's good. very, very Ma- magic hell sort of like, but probably um, probably puts a bit more shots on. He was, um, he was insane. He was just everywhere, and he was making crucial turnovers and good low chop. Yeah, and he was. Uh, yeah, he's not was, a big dude either. No. But Do you know much about of... him, Dow? So he His, played yeah. Premier Grade. I think it was 2019. And had a really, what? really good season. Yeah, yeah, nah. and then started for them for the most of the year. Yeah. Picked up an injury, and then uh, the last couple of years, the last year he played number 12 in third grade. What? Because he wanted to play in the centres, and they kept trying to bring him up. He's like, no, I want to play centres. He's doing a Corey Oates kind of thing. Yeah, and then um, I think obviously just through through, through injury, <laughs> he's come back in, but he is a class player. I want it to be a yeah, seven yeah. too, but I just... Like, he is absolute class. He's fast great, enough. Bro. He's very, yeah, very yeah. good. You can play seven. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, I guess no one wants to play front row, so I was going there. <laughs> Trying to learn how to throw. Big Fat Dars. Yeah, mate. Your rugby from the weekend. Oh, Courtney Co- Laws, Courtney Laws. Just, um, just mm, a, a, for a bloke to be that tall... And to be that mobile and athletic, he's just changing. Like it's going back to the to the to the large, really athletic sixes or whatever. He's like a very like, Matt Cobain esque. Big time. I miss him to be honest. Big athletic sixes. Yeah, yeah. So he's just um, he was just everywhere, man. He was. And he, he, was just, he, he he brought the aggression, and a lot of blokes just didn't have any. He's just another strike weapon that they had. And like, what do you guys think of that uh, 10 from England? Marcus Smith, yeah, awesome, I, unbelievable. One of the best reckon, players in the world. I, I reckon so he's, for Harlequins he's been awesome. But then, I don't know, in Tessa, he just sort of looks like an under-10 superstar that just kicks him, just, uh, just has a dig. I don't know. Well, I'm mate, not sold yet, man. Watch the Six Nations here. Is yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, but not here. But I suppose, man. yeah. <laughs> Six Nations is shit out. Oh, wow. They win one game. Good, congratulations. <laughs> All right, Dow, your rugby from this week, Owen Farrell. Yeah, Owen Farrell, I just feel like it's probably the best game he's played in a while. He mm. stood up massively and he needed to. It, he was in everything. He was absolutely everywhere and almost kicked him to the win. 20 points. Like, it's pretty big impressive. boy too, eh? Yeah. When put, you see him in real hits, life. Hits early, hey? Yeah. Yes, I was about to say, his defense, hits. there was that shot he put on Sam yeah. and Previ came over the top, reefed the ball out, gets in there. He doesn't shirk. I think contact, it, yeah. but he I just hate his guts so Similar much. to Johnny Wilkinson, I mean, he's so crucial to, I think, the results. We talk about Samu being influential. I think mm. he's the yeah. same. The first game was quiet, missed a couple of kicks, um, and then they, you know, they lose the game. A game they probably should have won in the first test, and then this game, you know, didn't miss one off the boot. I think he missed one off the missed boot. Missed one late um, in the game. But defensively was great. He's... he's his relationship with Marcus Smith, the way they played together, is, yeah. you know, is getting better. Um, but yeah, he was great. I I I, I always used to th- consider him more of a Johnny Wilkinson kind of a bit of a cat kind of a player. But in the last couple of years, his physicality—I don't know if he's he's now because he's outside Marcus Smith. He's like, all right, I'm I'm going to take on a more he's aggressive role. Or Mate, Johnny Wilkinson, I reckon, is like he one of the best defensive too, yeah. tens ever. <laughs> he used to delete blokes. He was Wilkinson. He, he yeah. Was, yeah. Who was that South African Could bloke? He used to bring up a, there's like YouTube up. highlight. <laughs> Butch James. Butch James. Yeah, yeah. Duet Barry was... Yeah, Butch James was a thug. Yeah. He was so good. That's a tackle He was massive too. He was huge. And he just shoulder-charged people. Wait, and he ruined his shoulder for some weird reason. Mate, Johnny Wilkinson was tough as. Johnny Wilkinson used to smash players. He's probably the best defensive 10 in world rugby. And Owen, mate, he's physical as. What? Physical. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. You. I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Say sorry. Dossie boy, yours are uh, the Irish 10, Johnny Sexton. Johnny You're Sexton, up, man. Just 37 years old, 
orchestrated an island win in New Zealand for the first time. Doesn't have Watching the nicest, best race. She's those hammies are tight. The hunchback yeah, yeah. of Notre Dame. But, 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 him being on the field all game, that just that was a he's massive difference. He, and he's, <laughs> yeah. he, he's huge for them. Too many potatoes. The way he sort of moves the ball around, they, yeah. they like to play that second line of attack. Yeah, they're he, good at he, that, aren't and they? He, and he takes the ball just nice, square, to the line every time. He keeps the all-black defence guessing. You know, he's yeah. playing front line, he's playing back line. Uh, sorry, out the back. Um, yeah. And One just, thing as well, like Owen Farrell, you don't necessarily see it so much, but he never shirks contact. Mm. Never shirks contact. Like he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's not as physically dominant as Owen Farrell, but you can see, like, he's it's still... It's adrenochrome. It is adrenochrome. <laughs> Yeah, it's like got a trend. Trend. That's the shit that people on QAnon say that yeah. like all the rich people inject into their bodies yeah, and like, to crime. keep them young and shit because it's from stem cells. Oh, yeah. and they're like they take it from dead babies. And they're like, no, if anything, well, it could be manufactured in a lab. But which we've talked, which I talked about last week. Uh, yeah, that was all a right, weird let's, one, let's man. On, let's on, let's on. push ahead. My rugby has to go to Andrew Porter, the loose head prop from Ireland. First win yeah, in win. New Zealand in 115 plus years for the Irish, and the loose head prop scores the only two tries of the night, mate. And not just that, work rate around the yeah. field. Again, a big body who in Huge this body. is he's doing this in the 60th odd minute. I think at one stage he does a tracking tackle on uh, Rico Uwani <laughs> on the outside and looks to put pressure on the breakdown in the 60 something minute. Like that's he's. Pretty much the perfect example of like a modern day front rower. Mm. Guys like him and Nella, Ryan like Freeney. and <laughs> Ryan Freeney. Exactly. Tug Furlong. How big is that unit? <laughs> and he's quite mobile for how yeah, big he, he is. is he's just a thick. huge lad. Thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. Big country boy. Ty Furlong, man. Loose. Anyway, well, that rounds out this week's episode of The Pack Show. Another absolute barn burner in the books. Thank you, Doss. Thank you, Dallin. Thank you, Tino. Thank you, Big Fat Das and Freeney. Zachy Boy on the ones and twos. Thank you so very much. And thank you all for tuning in this evening. Be sure to tune in next week as we're obviously going to be reviewing the Wallabies getting up over the Poms at the SCG. But between now and then, stay safe and have a good one. See you later.